You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Thank God it's Monday. Woo! Yeah! I gotta tell you, what a weekend, huh? What a weekend. I was uh, knee-deep in the honeydew list. And I decided that I wasn't going to do it anymore. I'll explain shortly. A lot of uh, big news and some not so big news. Like uh, Tim Scott uh, dropped out of the uh, presidential race over the weekend. It was a surprise announcement, I guess, to everybody. Except for, you know, me and uh, you. uh, You know, and Trey Gowdy last night, he does a show on Fox. And uh, he made the big announcement on Trey Gowdy's show. And Trey Gowdy was was, uh, shocked and surprised. Here is uh, Tim Scott's uh, announcement. I'm just going to tell you the reason why. It wasn't because uh, that he was uh, way behind in the uh, in the uh, you know the ratings, the rankings. It wasn't because you know he uh, he he didn't feel. I'll explain why uh, in just a second. Why I believe that Tim Scott dropped out of the race. But when I go back to Iowa, it will not be as a presidential uh, candidate. I am suspending my campaign. I, I think the voters. Uh, who are the most remarkable people on the planet yeah. have been really clear that they're telling me uh, not now, Tim. I don't think they're saying, Trey, no, but I do think they're saying not now. And so I'm going to respect the voters and I'm going to hold on and keep working really hard and uh, look forward to another opportunity. Yeah, but- that, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because, you know, Donald Trump's way out in front of everybody and all that. And, uh, you know, maybe it's not my time. That's what I've kind of said about some of the presidential candidates. Maybe it's not their time. It's a different year. But I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that he's got a new girlfriend. I'll just be honest. Uh, have you ever had to have a new girlfriend through the holidays? Could you even imagine what it'd be like to uh, run a uh, presidential campaign through the holidays, particularly maybe if it was your first holiday with the girlfriend's parents? Could you imagine the pressure that this guy was feeling? And well, one day he's delivering a stump speech over here, and then uh, you know he's on the phone with his wife, and he's saying, "Hey, honey, I'm really excited because on the 23rd of December I've got a big whatever." And she goes, "Well, we can't do that on the 23rd because that's my mom's doing Christmas. What do you think you're doing? You know, everybody wants to be you. We have the gift exchange already planned. The menu is already planned." And Tim's like, well, oh, okay, well, uh, well, the the week of the next uh, Friday after Thanksgiving, I'm going to do whatever. She goes, you can't do that because that's when we're all getting together for Thanksgiving. We're not doing it on Thanksgiving Day. We're doing it on Friday because that's when everybody can make it into town. We're going to spend Saturday and Sunday together. And finally, Tim was like, you know what? Screw it. Not at this time. I can't do it. I just can't. I can't deal with this. Trust me. I've had new girlfriends before around the holiday, and pretty much uh, there's a point where you're just like, screw it. I'll give up everything. Just stop. Just stop. That's what I think it happened with uh, with uh, Tim Scott. That's why he uh, reason why he dropped out of the race. Uh, not the right time. And also, uh, just uh, it was a mental health break, I think, more than anything. More than anything, it was a mental health break. This is new from Jim Gossett about Rana McDaniel, who's been taking a lot of heat. Oh, Rana, oh, Rana, there is a girl. Yeah, what is it? Rana is her name. Mitt is her uncle. They're one and the same. Her goal seems to be destroying the GOP. The last three elections we should have won. The changes we needed Rana didn't make 
all conservatives know. Boom, boom, boom. Rana needs to go. She needs to go. Go, Rana. Go, Rana. Go. <laughs> that is uh, Jim Gaza. We're going to be on stage uh, Thursday night in Baltimore. And uh, we, uh, we, uh, we're we out of tickets like two days into uh, the uh, the ticket giveaway. Yeah, we did a ticket giveaway, but you had to sign up for them online with WCBM Radio, our, our great uh, anchor station in Baltimore. But we're going to be on stage, and, and, and we are working to make sure that the uh, the videotape of the event is awesome in case you couldn't make it but uh, jim will be there doing some of those uh, songs on stage yeah i think tim scott dropped out because it's just a mental health thing he's got a new girlfriend and honestly uh what's easier to manage a campaign or your new girlfriend <laughs> when it comes right to it, it it's pretty impossible to to manage the, yeah i know trust me it's like well and it, and it doesn't get easier uh, after that i mean you're going to be doing this for years and years and years and years and years you know, you're going to get, literally, you'll be 15 years into the marriage, and you'll suggest that you go spend uh, Christmas this year at your family's instead of her family's. And then, you know, you're just like, I don't know. I give up. I just give up. Uh, there's this also. A majority of voters say there's no chance that they would vote for Joe Biden. It's <laughs> a CNN poll. So literally, uh, 51% of Americans said there is no friggin' chance they're going to vote for Joe Biden. Yeah, 45% said they were a Biden voter. Uh, and uh, 4% labeled them as a potential Biden voter. So there you go. In contrast, uh, uh, voters gave Donald Trump better marks, suggesting neither candidate has much room for growth. Uh, we'll see. Uh, the, the difference is... Um, People are coming to Joe, or to Donald Trump. People are coming to Donald Trump, and they are. They are. Every time he opens his mouth, he, uh, he you know more people come to Trump. Uh, I'll tell you, he uh, he did a big appearance this weekend. He was at Madison Square Garden. Okay, Madison Square Garden, MMA fight. He's there with Kid Rock and Tucker Carlson, and uh, and when you can do this, uh, honestly, the other guys probably don't have a chance. Way into the building, one of the bigger mixed martial arts fans. Meanwhile, Asa Hutchinson spoke to a Mahjong tournament in uh, Dubuque. 95. There were at least 30 people there, and none of them were paying attention because they were playing Mahjong. We got two title fights coming up at UFC 295 here in a matter of moments, live from Madison Square Garden. <laughs> and President Trump will be here to witness all of it, four of the very best fighters in the world. I said this. You know what Trump is? Trump is, uh, Trump is, uh, uh, MMA. He's pro wrestling. Trump is, uh, Barnum. I mean, yeah, they're really, that's the thing. That's one of the many reasons why it's different this year. And I'm just telling you the truth. You don't see this, all right? Have you ever seen this, a president of the United States? We saw George Bush after 9-11. He ran out and he threw the first pitch. That was epic. This was every time Donald Trump gets in front of a crowd. <laughs> there is that. But here's the positive. Here's the positive. Chris Christie may have had new life breathed into his campaign this weekend because Adam Kinzinger is endorsing him. On that point, you know, last night's debate didn't seem to change the status quo. Mr. Trump remains the front runner. Do any of the candidates on that stage have a path to the, to the nomination? 
Well, I mean, it's obviously really tough, particularly when nobody takes on the front runner. I mean, they didn't. I didn't hear many compelling reasons to. Oh yeah, taking on Trump at the debate is really going to change things. Not vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> I mean, I could tell you. Many. Meanwhile, there's a daily pummeling by the media of Donald Trump and four indictments, all political, happening at the same time. But I didn't hear it from them. I, I think. Look, obviously, Nikki Haley. But if they would have talked about him during the debate in a disparaging way, they'd be way out in front. He is surging, and, and there's a lot of eyes on her. Is she able to consolidate as people drop out? But I, I think it would be kind of simplistic to say that, okay, let's say DeSantis drops out. That 18% is going to go to Haley. I think it actually gets split. So as of now, I would say nothing changes. Of course, it's a year. It's a year where Donald Trump is going to be facing justice. Mm, and uh, yeah. that could make some changes. Political indictments. Is there any candidate on that stage that you would support? I like Chris Christie. I, I would support Chris Christie uh, because he's telling the truth. And I think, you know, for me, anybody that tells the truth, that's that's important at this moment. But, uh, you know, he's got to tell the truth about what what tells your truth. Right. Tells what you want to hear is what it is. And uh, he uh, said that last week. And uh, Chris Christie is still polling at about one percent. I kind of expect a little more of a bump. A little more of a bump. Uh, Moody's has downgraded the U.S. outlook to negative. Which doesn't come as a surprise that the company's called Moody's. I mean, you expect them to be steady along. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, things are going to be great. Things are going to be awesome. And now occasionally they're going to go, oh, no, things are terrible. Because <laughs> they're Moody's. Yeah, Moody's Investor Services on Friday downloaded its outlet for the U.S. to negative from stable while maintaining the nation's <laughs> triple-A credit rating. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. If I had the kind of debt-to-income ratio that the government does, uh, J.C. Penney would have canceled my credit card. I mean, it wouldn't have been that bad. Yeah, in the context of higher interest rates without effective fiscal policy measures to reduce government spending, blah, 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 Moody's expects that the U.S. fiscal deficits will remain very large, significantly weakening debt affordability. Yeah. So uh, Moody's declined to downgrade the U.S. credit rating. Other firms have already done so because, uh, you know, country that can't manage its finances is kind of uh, going to be screwed, kind of going to be toast, <laughs> kind of going to be toast. Oh, and one other thing here while we're talking about, uh, you know, just uh, uh, political stuff in the economy and whatnot. This is Wes Moore. He is the uh, governor of Maryland who is uh, awful governor, and uh, he is uh, honestly driving uh, uh, Maryland into the pits of hell. Uh, he is. He is Gavin Newsom of Maryland. And, uh, and uh, uh, Wes Moore is uh, also like Gavin Newsom in that while he's driving his state into the pits of hell, he's already uh, essentially kind of running for president. Right. Even though he's driving. Did I say he's driving his state into the pits of hell? Yeah, he's driving his state into the pits of hell. Uh, but here is uh, Wes Moore talking about uh, Joe Biden. What a great uh, job that he's doing. It's just Americans don't realize it. I, I mean, I, I know there's still, you know, there's still the idea and the hand wringing of what polls look like a year away from Election Day. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a pundit. Uh, You're not concerned you know, about this at all? Concerns about his age? I, I'm not. I mean, I, I think about where the polls were for my race a year before Election Day. I was polling a little over 1%. By Election Day, I ended up winning with more individual votes. Than any yeah, because all that outside money and the Democrat vote machine in Maryland kicked in. ...was ever run for governor in the history of the state of Maryland. I, I think when, when you're looking at polls a year out... They yeah, are, they really wanted you. ...worth the paper that they... About as much as America wanted Joe Biden. ...written on. Uh, and I think when you continue looking at the work that's being done and the product that's being produced, just this past week... What is the product? 
Is it a crap factory? We saw how over $7 billion of investment was coming to the state of Maryland for infrastructure. There you go. There you go. Now, what I told you about Democrats, Democrats always go to the same FDR playbook, the old public works playbook, and Wes Moore hasn't been able to do anything as the governor but screw things up. But he's relying on that $7 billion of federal money for infrastructure. That's going to help your kid do well in school. We announced a couple of weeks back that, you know, a quarter of a billion dollars going towards broadband. And yeah, that'll stop your kid from getting shot at 14 years of age by a drug dealer. Wi-Fi construction. We are actually rebuilding things in a bipartisan way. And when you think about what people are asking. They are. You know what? And the uh, thieves who steal your car will be so thrilled that your, uh, your car has a Wi-Fi hotspot because now there's that all infrastructure uh, money is uh, is taken care of you. It is uh, remarkable. It's remarkable. So I got a lot of stuff on the show today. I want to get to some of these idiotic uh, pro-Hamas rallies around the country and the ignorance driving them. I told you this was not, uh, this was an AstroTurf uh, protest, and it is. It's becoming that. Uh, people are waking up to it, and they're starting to fight back. And that's what I expected us to do, and that's what we're going to do. Yeah, we got a lot of things to be optimistic about. So here's a number if you want to you want to partake it's 800-922-6680 this my friends is a monday edition of the rob carson show I gave the bumper music permission to kick in. This is some of the music I listened to when I was uh, working out this weekend. Had some uh, very good workouts this weekend. Uh, been, I've been working out since I was like 12 and uh, and kind of got off the processed few, food a few months ago. Feeling pretty good. Feeling good and good about things. I hope that you are as well. I wanted to get a head start on the uh, on the Christmas season and the uh, Hanukkah season and the other. I always say Christmas because I don't like to say holiday. Uh, you know, if, if people are going to uh, depend on the fourth quarter and happy little Christian, Christians buying lots of gifts, they ought to say Hey, Christmas, Christmas, happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, everybody. So uh, we'll get to uh, to uh, that a little bit later in the show with regard to uh, uh, schools still towing that uh, anti-Christmas line, uh, municipalities still uh, saying no to Christmas, trying to make it into winter festivals and all that. It's uh, kind of stupid. It's uh, a little bit ridiculous. Uh, over the weekend in New York City, a city that was uh, the subject of the largest uh, terrorist attack in the history of the world, literally 22 years ago, this was going that was loud yeah so the left is trying to create another summer of 2020 i wanted you to know that they're, they're trying to because you're not hearing uh, Joe Biden uh, speaking out about this. Uh, Kamala Harris said something. That she said that everybody has the right to speak. They're trying to do another September the or, uh, uh, summer of 2020. Be ready for it and, and be ready to kick its ass. All right. In every way, shape and form, uh, we can't let this happen. And if our federal government going to do anything about it, then we're going to have to do something about it defensively. We are going to have to defend uh, Jewish people. We are going to have to uh, defend stores from being looted and ruined. We may have to uh, defend police officers who are outnumbered because that's the kind of crap they're going to try again. You know this as well as I do. I just want you to know that because honestly, 
I'm done with this. I'm done with this nonsense. I'm done with this destruction. I'm done with this leftist temper tantrum. And I think uh, it's time to take our country back from it. And I know that most of you are behind it because 76% of you believe the country's going in the wrong direction. And you want to hear the people who are leading these, uh, these uh, protests around the country and around the world? You want to hear them? Well, here, here's one of them. This is in New York, and, and this person was chanting the slogan, uh, From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And, and, uh, and Rashida Tlaib said that's, a, uh, that's a, uh, an expression of unity and love, which is a lie. It's not. It's, it's meant to eliminate the Jewish state and the Jewish people. She knows it as well. She's being dishonest because she's a radical Islamist. They think lying is okay. Do you understand that? Yeah, that's true. It's absolutely true. But here's a protester in New York City. Listen to this. This is fantastic. Yeah. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Yeah, which river? That's, that's anti-Semitic. Which river? Which river? Which river? Wait, that's a... I'm asking you, which, ri- you which river, which me? sea? What's the point? Because if you're chanting from the river to the sea, you have to know which river and sea you're talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, I do. You're so right. Which river, so which river? Right. Does it matter? Yeah. If, if Does it matter? No, then what's the point of recording? Oh. If you don't even... If, if if you, so you're writing messages that you don't know so, what they mean? If, Oh. Right? If you don't oh. say something racist, even if, if I don't know it's what it means, it's, it's not racist. It's not racist. Yeah, this it's moron is uh, is writing from the river to the sea. Palestine will be free. Right, no idea which river and which sea. I'm <laughs> happy. This is just fantastic. This is just fantastic. And then, oh, there was this guy. He was being attacked. And, and listen to this uh, this Hamas supporter in the background. He sounds very familiar. <laughs> Familiar. Yeah. Yeah, there he is. Who's he sound like? What is that? Oh, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's just a bully. Just a bully. Bully uh, needing a beatdown is what that was. It was remarkable. They don't don't know. This is the remarkable thing. This is what young, useful dupes are used for. And I'm not an ageist. I'm not an ageist. But, uh, you know, uh, history has shown that that very young people in the process of uh, their brains developing have always been taken advantage of and used by the world's despots. Hitler youth, anybody? Anybody remember the Hitler youth? Do they even talk about that anymore? No, they don't. No, they don't. But this is what Victor Davis Hanson had to say over the weekend about how we're going to get through this. idea that the system is going to hell and you're going to move to Tennessee or you're going to move to rural Idaho or you're going to get out of California while you can. You're not going to watch the Emmys. You could care less about the latest Hollywood movie. You just drop out of culture. You say, you know what? The left controls all the institutions, K through 12, education, corporations. I don't think it works. When you get engaged and you hold Disney to account or Anheuser-Busch or Target or you start calling out these professors then things start happening. They wake up and they find out, wow, we're powerful. We're the majority. Yes. They have the institutions, yes. but we have the people. Yes. It's kind of like a proverbial dragon that's waking up and finds out he's powerful. Yeah. You know, honestly, uh, you tell these people, you're not in the position to demand anything. Are you a student? Get your asses to your classes. You are not in a position to demand anything. You don't know what you're doing. You're not informed. And until you grow up, uh, shut up. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Sean Farish is up next.
Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's twchealth slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder. It's the Rob Carson Show. Yeah. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Yeah, which that's river? That's, that's anti-Semitic. Which river? Which river? Which river? Wait, that's a... I'm asking you, which, ri- which river, which me? sea? That's how you confront a leftist. You ask them questions. Because they. I said this, I started saying this literally in the 90s. I said, uh, uh, you know, if you can put your entire political philosophy on a bumper sticker, yeah, that's it. That's it. And that's what uh, liberals are. They, they spell coexist in religious symbols. And uh, then you say, well, can we coexist with one faith that wants to destroy all the other ones? And it's over. And it's over. And that's what we got to do. We got to challenge these idiots. I believe I'm told the president of the United States, the former president, is on the Newsmax hotline. Uh, Mr. President, how are you today? Doing great, Rob. Always a pleasure to be with you. And uh, you have a fantastic show. And you're doing a tremendous job. And uh, we had a wonderful weekend. You know, we were in New Hampshire. Uh, we did a tremendous job in New Hampshire. We talked about our veterans who we love so much and who the crooked Joe regime hates. They don't like the veterans. They don't like Americans. But uh, but we love you. We love Rob Carson. And we love Newsmax. We love Rob Carson. Rob You're a tremendous now, uh, Mr. President, you know that uh, Tim Scott, uh, he left the race this weekend. And uh, and I don't know if you knew this. Maybe you'll be threatened, threatened by it. But... Uh, but uh, it looked like Adam Kinzinger is throwing his support behind Chris Christie. So uh, are you feeling nervous about that? <laughs> well, uh, Adam Kinzinger, I call him the Kleenex. You know, he's a Kleenex. He's a, uh, he uses a lot of tissues. He's probably financed by Kleenex, sponsored by Kleenex. But, uh, you know, anybody who supports Chris Christie usually gives out. When I talk about it, the last time he was supported by a chair, the chair broke. You saw that? Yes. Uh, he stood on a scale. He got on a scale, and I see the pictures. You've been in the gym. You're looking fantastic. But, uh, you know, he stood on a scale, and the scale read back, you're hurting me. That's what it said. It said one out of five. Well, you had an awesome. You... Go ahead. Anybody who tries to support Chris Christie usually uh, winds up in a lot of pain because he's yeah. a big guy. He's a heavy guy. 
Now, you know, I would only interrupt a phone call with former President Donald Trump to speak with Sean Farish, who just happens to be the best Trump impressionist in the country. Uh, will you hand the phone to him, Mr. President? Absolutely. He's right here, and he wants to say hello to you. He's a good-looking guy, too, I can tell you that. He's a hell of a good-looking guy. How you doing, man? Oh, good. How are you, Rob? Always a pleasure. Oh, but, buddy, i got to tell you, you know, you and I are, uh, uh, we, we are kind of going through the same thing. We both have had our lives completely changed. We've gone from people who were, you know, doing whatever job we were doing. I was selling cars uh, with my passion being in broadcasting, it always has, and, and you were doing something else and you suddenly just start doing this Trump impression, and then everybody realizes, holy hell, not only do you sound like Trump, which, by the way, is you can, you can sound like Trump, but you bring the comedy, too. You bring the comedy. So we're both kind of like, all of a sudden, these you know, blue-collar dudes are all of a sudden being invited to speak. Uh, you know, I'm going to Baltimore this week. You were at uh, the big rally for Walk Away over the weekend. That's a big deal. So how's your life going, man? No, it's going great. Uh, WalkerCon was amazing. Um, you know, Brandon Strzok, the founder of WalkAway, has been through hell and back. And, uh, and for, for that whole organization to be able to basically come back from what the weaponized government did to it, you know, what they did to Brandon, what they did to um, some of the other folks that were there, Jerry Perna, uh, her nephew obviously tragically took his own life because the government came after him over January 6th. Derek Evans, um, talk about, uh, you know, Talk about a comeback story. I mean, this is a guy who was a state representative in West Virginia, attended January 6th. They kicked him out of the state uh, house in West Virginia. He went to prison, and now he's going to run for Congress, and he's got the endorsement of General Flynn. I mean, talk about a story. And these are the people that were at Walkaway. I mean, these are the people that were at the, the conference, the folks that were hanging out in Twitter spaces with. You know, uh, Alex Stein was there. Uh, Brandon, obviously, he got roasted. And it was just so much fun because – it wasn't like your normal political convention. You know, you go and there's the speakers and then there's the attendees and everybody's hanging out at the end. It was like we're around just people like us. It was it was refreshing. It really well, was you know, everyone getting along. You know, it's funny. And Brandon Strzok, I've been following Strzok for a long time. Brandon Strzok had a half a million people on his walkaway Facebook page. A half a million stories, mostly people of color, leaving the Democrat Party because they were tired of the abuse. And Facebook made his page disappear and thought they would kill the walkaway movement. Uh, when you were at the walkaway convention in Florida, did you have any indication that the walkaway movement was going anywhere or is it getting bigger? Oh, it's getting much bigger, and it's reaching out. And, um, you know, it's like uh, Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi. If you strike me down, I should become more powerful than you could possibly yes. imagine. That's Brandon. Yes. I mean, you know, every time you tell him no, he finds a way to turn that into a yes. And so that movement does the same thing. And, you know, obviously, Brandon, the, the biggest jokes, if anyone watches the roast, was obviously that he's a homosexual. Fine. You know, no problem. I don't have a problem with it. You love. I actually told him that. I said, listen... You know, you love who you love as long as, uh, you know, you don't try anything with me. It's fine. We're good. You know, he thought that was hysterical. You know, it's good. You know, so, uh, you know it's a rose. So. But, you know, there was a lot of that there. And, and a lot of, and it just it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. We were all going out. We all had drinks afterwards. You know, we're just hanging out, just talking politics, talking about, you know, our lives and what we do, what we like. And it's just that's who we really are. And, and you have the mainstream media that paints us as these Nazis, which is funny because, you know, you just played that clip from the river to the sea. Like, do you know what that means? You know, yeah. like, uh, yeah. and, and, and so, <laughs> you know, they, they call us Nazis. Meanwhile, you have this, you know, NYC, New York City school walking out, chanting F the Jews. Like, wait, so who's the Nazis again? Right. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Walk Away isn't going anywhere. It's getting bigger, and that event was amazing, and the movement has always been amazing. You know, Sean, um, one of the things that has made you uh, what you are now and what you are becoming is not only the fact that you can do a Trump impression, but also you know comedy. You understand comedy. I, for instance, I was going to work with you, <clears throat> maybe write a little script before we talk today. I got so damn busy. I got so much going on. So I knew when I put you on the phone, you'd be able to, you'll be able to go. You'd be able to do it. And humor is really cutting through, isn't it? Because we have so been, you know, conservative humor. I've been doing it for longer than you've been alive. But but it is. It's a great way to cut through. It's a great way to... And, and I've got to tell you what. Uh, humiliating the left, making fun of the left, deriding the left is a very powerful weapon rather than just yelling at them. And I, I'm sure that you are getting... You, 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 un, you understand that. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there was no script. And, and I, I love working off my feet. Like, I'll go on. You've heard some of the Twitter spaces. I'll, they'll go in and we'll just get random questions and then just start just start answering them. I, I grew up, I watched a lot of Whose Line Is It Anyway, right? So that's all improv and funny, think-on-your-toes type stuff. But I love the greats, you know, Eddie Murphy, George Carlin, the Dice Man, uh, yeah. you know, so many of these great guys. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where if you're not laughing – you know, you're probably going to be miserable because there's not a lot of fun things to talk about. Um, so it's either you laugh or you cry. And so I'd rather laugh instead of cry. And so we're, we're out there just – we're trying to bring awareness to the issues, right, without it being your run-of-the-mill, normal, just, you know, inflation is terrible. You know, instead you could say it's inflating like Chris Christie's weight and just have some fun, you know. And, it, <laughs> you know, they – yeah, you have the, the, the government that's expanding faster than Rosie O'Donnell's waistline after an all you can eat buffet. Could you believe that? <laughs> and so you, know you, know, you can just and you can just do it and people get it. They understand what it means and now they're paying attention. But you know the interesting thing, Sean, is you write these lines, but uh, when Donald Trump does a rally, he, if you ever I, I the, when I really understood Donald Trump, um, is when I listened to his rally without seeing him. And I recognized the pace of a brilliant speaker and a stand-up comedian. He is. He, he does. He talks about uh, Joe Biden walking around the stage. He, he does these improv improvisational riffs. And, and that's one of the things that separates him from all the other candidates. You can do a stump speech or you can do what Donald Trump does. And I think he's changed political speech forever to some degree. Yeah, and there's nobody else. Because for him, it's natural. Like, that's just who he is. I mean, take a guy like DeSantis, who everything these days looks like. And look, I mean, I, I always say respect for him as a governor. It's not me slamming him. It's just like, you know, look at a guy like that where everything right now looks forced. If he tried to do something like that on the stage where, you know, he was trying to kind of slip in some, like some people are just not funny or they're just not good at delivering funny remarks. Yeah. And uh, Trump, it's natural. You know, when he goes on stage and calls Joe Biden a Roomba, <laughs> like, oh my God! Started the walking around the stage aimlessly, you know. I took that and I, I added a little bit to it this weekend. I said Joe Biden's a Roomba, not because he's aimless, but actually just like a Roomba, he sucks too. You understand? There you go. It's just, you know, <laughs> just like that. So it's it just it's it's so natural. That is what Joe Biden looks like. Nobody else thinks of that, you know. 
or could oh, sure. deliver it the way Donald Trump does. And, you know, I, I have been, you know, I do a lot of tweeting and whatever. Yeah, I don't care. Tweeting, who cares? Uh, but but I, I do. And I, and I said there are two reasons why Joe Biden is really, really collapsing in the polls. A, his policies are dreadful. Uh, you can also combine the corruption and all that. And B, nobody believes he doesn't have dementia. Nobody believes it. I mean, Joe Scarborough may, but America gets it. The emperor is naked. And honestly, Sean, at this point, all you can do is make fun of this. And the media is still trying to defend him like Baghdad Bob, you know? Yeah, and it's obviously clear the guy's struggling. And it's, it's becoming funnier to, like, see people kind of try to justify, no, no, it's not dementia. It's just, you know, this. And I'm like, you, no. Like, there's, you, you just... I understand. You want to say someone maybe falls? I've fallen on the stairs before. I haven't done it like three times in a year, but I've done yeah. it. You know, I mean, like. And, you, and your blood alcohol was above two, was, was above yeah. point two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone makes mistakes, but like this guy's making mistakes. He's, he's asking where dead people are. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's pointing to fields and waving, and there's nobody there. You know, it's. Uh, it's it's bizarre to watch it, and you can't pretend anymore like it's not happening because over the last couple of years, I mean, we all knew he had a problem when he was on a campaign trail. I got hairy leg. Like who who says that? You know exactly. But uh, we knew we had a problem back then. Yep. It's worse now, if as hard as that is to believe, and and it's, you can't avoid it. Of course, it is ridiculous. His his little uh, presser on Air Force One the other day with his chin being weird and all that. He was he was lost. There's nothing. There is nobody home. There's nobody home. Lights on. Nobody's home. Lights going out. By the way, light, light is beginning to dim dim quite a bit. One other thing. You're from uh, New York. You're living in uh, Nashville now, right? Yeah. Um, what do you think of that UFC intro when he when he went with uh, with uh, not only what you got the UFC president you got uh, uh, Oh Tucker Carlson you you got Kid Rock out there in New York City and he gets a rock star welcome more probably than any of the the competitors at the UFC. What about that? I mean, what does that say about about think, the people in New York? Go ahead. I think it's I think it's unfortunately more to say. Well, not unfortunate, but. For New York, it's it's more to say about who watches UFC. You know, I mean, it's like if the NRA were to have a convention in New York City, which probably wouldn't be allowed. <laughs> Trump would get a, ra- a raucous uh, applause there too. But that's because you're filling the arena with conservatives. UFC generally, you know, and mixed martial arts is a, a conservative leaning uh, audience. So that's what I think it is to explain that New York City is a disaster. I mean, the same day a couple of days ago, there was uh, same weekend a couple of days ago. Sorry. There were protests in New York City with this Gaza, you know, Palestine, the ceasefire now crowd, who apparently doesn't understand that Hamas told the New York Times that they want a permanent war with Israel, which is weird because I thought they wanted a ceasefire. I didn't know you could have yeah. a ceasefire and a permanent war at the same time. But they were ripping down American flags, and, I mean, it's, it's getting nasty in New York City. So the big, you know, applause for Trump there, aside from Bill Burr and his wife, um, you know, were, were – it was to be expected at UFC because that's happened before – um, but the fact that it did happen in New York, that was kind of like when Kathy Hochul got booed at the Rangers game, like incessantly. Yeah. Obviously, people are starting to wake up. 
So, yeah, and Sean, I don't, I don't think yeah, it's necessarily about exactly. conservatism. I don't think it's about conservatism. I think it's about uh, blue collar uh, Americans. Yeah. It's about, it's about Americans. It's about strength. It's about this, this nonsense we've been fed about uh, masculinity being toxic and all this stuff. And America's just done with it. They're just done with it. They see a, a man who's the, you know, uh, I think a, a embodiment of uh, of uh, masculinity and not I'm not discounting women, but but he's just um, in charge. There's no doubt when you're dealing with him what you're going to get. It, and I think people want more of that. I think it's I think it's a statement less about Donald Trump, more about America's tired of this nonsense, and uh, and we're not going to take it anymore. So, Sean, I got to run, bro. But um, I, you know, just great job as always. Uh, God bless you. Um, hopefully, we'll run into each other soon. Uh, where can everybody hear your podcast? By the way, that's on Rumble. The channel is LFA TV. LFA TV show is called Ungoverned. We're everywhere you get your podcasts on audio, too. So check it out. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure to be on with you, Rob. We love the show. All right, brother. Talk to you later. Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. You want to guess who these people are? This is a rally pro-Palestine, pro-Hamas, anti-Israel in uh, Canada. And to show you how stupid these people are, this is the Queers for Palestine protest. It's the Queers for Palestine, so these uh, sycophantic libtards, yeah, I said it, uh, decide that they're going to have a Queers for Palestine. So the LGBTQIA plus crowd decides to come out and promote a group that wants to kill all the LGBTQ people. That's why I said over the weekend, if somebody tells you that they support the LGBTQIA plus plus uh, agenda, you need to realize they're morons. This isn't about equity, equality, uh, being, uh, you know, anti-transgender, whatever the hell. It's about a bunch of stupid children with a stupid cause. Yeah, it's like, okay, I would say, for instance, in this country around 1942, that there was a Japanese for internment camps movement in this country. Or, or, or for instance, um, oh, you know, chum for sharks. You know, you know, chum for sharks. There you go. Uh, you know, or, or uh, uh, let's see, uh, Jews for the final solution in World War II. It would be the equivalent of that. But they did. They had a, literally had a, a queers for Palestine, which uh, shows how phenomenally uh, broken these people are. They're just stupid. In New uh, New Zealand over the weekend, there was going to be one of these big rallies or a bunch of these little uh, these little fops from university were going to come out and promote uh, the destruction of Israel. And a bunch of these uh, really big uh, uh, New Zealanders who play uh, who play rugby decided to get together and do this thing that you think called the haka dance that they do before the beginning of of uh, sporting events. The haka is a way for you. It's a warrior's dance, and each team does it. Even the women's teams do it there, and it's. Very very intimidating and it's awesome and it's fantastic. And so the, about a, 150 of these big ass, sorry, the big big guys, New Zealand dudes decide to get up on stage with Israeli flags, with uh, the flag of Israel, and do the haka dance. And guess what happened? The little, the little uh, liberal uh, leftists uh, supporting Palestine, they ran away like little tiny girls, which is an insult to little tiny girls.
We need a little haka here. I love this. Yeah, this is what we need. This is what we need. If, if you're going to be spewing uh, idiotic things like, uh, well, there was the flood Manhattan for Gaza this weekend, which, by the way, they called, Hamas called the attack in, uh, in Israel the flood. Did you know that? The, the slaughter of all those civilians, uh, the raping of women in front of their children, the gouging out of father's eyes. Uh, mothers and daughters and families being burned to death alive, a baby put in an oven. That was called the flood. And now you got these morons in, uh, in New York City. A flood, New York, for Gaza. And they, they were saying things like resist colonial power by any means necessary. Burn down Starbucks. F you Zionist pigs. All of these things. And all we need is a little haka. I think we need a little haka. I think we need some uh, people who aren't going to take this anymore to move in and say, just do this. Let's do this. Outnumber them. See, the only way you're going to continue this protest is to get us out of the way, and that ain't going to happen. I want to see more of that. I want to see more than that. Now, we've got much more coming up, including some great audio from uh, Donald Trump. Also, the FBI appears to have been uh, uh, singling out uh, people who are Trump uh, supporters and military. That's coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right. So coming up next hour, Dick Morris is going to join us. Also, (laughs) things are so bad in Chicago that Venezuelan immigrants, illegal immigrants, are saying, screw this. We're going back to Venezuela. It's better there. I wish I were kidding. No, actually, I don't. I think it's actually fantastic in a very bad way. Eh, Anyway, that's coming up. Don't go anywhere. Folks, it's happening. Newsmax Plus is here. Millions watch Newsmax for the best on cable news. Now, Newsmax is expanding with Newsmax Plus. It includes all of Newsmax's shows, Greta Van Susteren, Rob Schmidt, Greg Kelly, Eric Bowling, and a lot more. They're all on Newsmax Plus. And you get incredible analysis from Mike Huckabee, Dick Morris, Alan Dershowitz, Carrie Lake, and many others. No one covers President Trump like Newsmax. No one in the press asks the tough questions about Joe Biden like Newsmax. Newsmax Plus is fighting for you. So take a free test drive with Newsmax Plus. Just go online to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Sign up for a free trial. It takes just minutes. Go to NewsmaxPlus.com and get the special code and you can watch Newsmax Plus on our free app on your smartphone or on your home TV set. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. You should too. Do it today.